and welcome to episode 198 of Podcateers. This week we talk about one of my Disney dreams finally coming true, until it doesn't. We talk about one of my favorite series finally coming to Blu-ray and DVD, and we talk about why we think it's kind of a big deal. We found out that a LEGO Incredibles game is coming out this summer, and we discuss what Disney franchises we think would be good as a LEGO game or movie. Finally, we talk about a Disney Pixar bracket that broke the internet and ruined friendships all around the world. We give our opinions about the films on this bracket, what we feel was wrong with it, and how we think we could fix it. Then, we recorded an additional hour and a half of exclusive content just for the FGP squad. We go through this bracket, choose our own winners, and debate why certain films should have advanced. Plus, we collectively choose a group winner. So what is the FGP squad? Well, they're listeners just like you that help make these episodes possible by providing us with a monthly contribution via Patreon. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents, but they like to call themselves the FGP squad. If you would like to help us out or gain access to the exclusive content, you can head on over to podcateers.com FGP for more info, plus a link to sign up. Once you sign up, you get immediate access to the exclusive content. Plus, as an added bonus, if you sign up for at least a contribution of $5 per month, you'll also get the special Fairy Godparent button. Once again, more info is available at podcateers.com FGP. To all of our current fairy godparents, as always, thank you for all your continued support. If you do any online shopping through Amazon, the next time you need to place an order, please consider starting off that purchase by going to podcateers.com Amazon. On that page, you'll find a ridiculously large Amazon button that will take you to Amazon using our special referral link when you click on it, and anything you buy during that trip may earn us a small commission from your purchase. It's another great way to support the podcast with only a few extra clicks, and to everyone that's using our link, thank you so much for your contribution. If you want to find us online, we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on Vero. Just search for Podcateers. We're also on YouTube. You'll find us at youtube.com slash podcateers and youtube.com slash Disney for two. If you haven't had a chance, we'd love it if you subscribe to both channels, but make sure that you hit that little bell notification icon to get alerts when new videos are posted. More info on each of us can be found over at podcateers.com slash team, including all of our personal social links. Man, I'm a little winded after that intro. I'm not exactly sure why. (laughs) I think I need a nap. I'm going to go with that. I need a nap. So while I go do that, I'm going to let you jump into the episode. Here is episode 198 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. We're a group of friends that loves Disney, technology, art, food, and more. This is Podcateers. Can you put quit playing games with my heart, please? <laughs> uh, first of all, how you guys doing? Good. Tired. Doing great. I am dead tired, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Winding down on this Easter full weekend. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do any Easter fully stuff? Nope. No. I drove to a little town in southern Oklahoma and met my mom for lunch, and we had a great lunch and chat. It was good. Right on. Yeah. Melissa? Precious. Um, Can I say I FaceTime my niece and nephew? You can say whatever you want. (laughs) 
Okay, perfect, because that's pretty much what I did, because I was really too tired to get up and drive out. So did that and got to see a little bit of their new dog. His name is Mr. Fluff Bean. Fluff Bean? What kind of dog? Fluff Bean. FB? It's a poodle mix. Little. He's only six months, so. Ah. Aw, cute. He's a cutie. Yeah. That's awesome. AJ and VJ? Work. Yeah, it was a typical Sunday for us. The only thing Easter related is we posted something on our Instagram for Easter and we said happy Easter to everybody. Oh, nice. that's what we forgot to do. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. I forgot that too. So it's not over hey, look, yet. It, it still works out because we may not have posted happy Easter, but we wished Andreas Deja a happy birthday. So, I mean, go. look, Disney <laughs> nice. legend Andreas Deja, happy birthday. <laughs> nice. We uh yeah, we stayed home too. We didn't get a chance to do much. I spent the majority of my morning mowing my lawn. It took several hours because of all the rain that we've had recently. So it was pretty brutal. I'm a little tired. We did a lot of walking yesterday. Apparently, my watch said, "You've beaten your own record by 3 times as much." And I thought, "Wow, watch way to rub that in." <laughs> <laughs> telling me I'm sedentary most of the time. So, yeah, we had a pretty chill Sunday. Yesterday, however, we went to California Adventure and we met up with our fairy godparent, Albert. Uh, Melissa was oh, there cool. with me and the fam, just kind of walking around, food and wine festival. I had a chance to try some of the food finally. I cashed in the some frushi? of them tabbies. I did not. Wow. We meant we to go get the frushi, and <laughs> we kind of forgot. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, I had a chance to try the, uh, what did I try? We had the jalapeno mac and cheese, mm. which was oh, absolutely so amazing. Cool. I am that's so such good. a fan. I had the orange cream float. I mean, orange cream, Ooh. you can't go wrong. Two of my favorite things. Uh, we also had the pork banh mi, which I was super yes. excited about. So it was much good. more garlicky, and the uh, what was it wasn't coleslaw, but it was like a maybe it was like a coleslaw that it had on there, but it was kind of vinegary, and it, it was cut like a pickled. through like yeah yeah like pickled but, yeah, but it cut through the saltiness of the pork inside of the little sandwich, and mm-hmm. man, it was delicious. I was such nice. a fan of that as well. Uh, what else did we have, Melissa? What do we have? Um, oh, I got the tacos from L.A. Style. <laughs> I got the short rib tacos from L.A. Style. Was it the same uh, as last year? No. They were was slightly different. different. Oh, nice. They were slightly different, and I was not a fan. <gasps> Whoa. I was not a fan. Last year, they were fan. really good. They were super good last year. But this year, it, it seemed different because it had this like different flavor teriyaki sauce in the short ribs. And they used uh, this. I know wasn't. Um, I want to say sauerkraut. It's not sauerkraut. Um, kimchi. Uh, kimchi. So it had like a kimchi on top That's of right. it. That's right. I remember that. But the the kimchi, the flavor was so not balanced with the short ribs, and it just was a flavor clash when you bit into it. Ooh. And last year, I felt it was so balanced and it was so yeah. good that it they was so disappointing. Each other last year. Yeah, this year. 
I don't know if it was just the batch that I got because they were in a hurry. I tried to get it three times and twice it was out of stock. Mm. I had to wait like half an hour for the next batch, yeah. half an hour for the next batch. And so by when I finally got it, they were just like hammering through as many of those orders as possible. And so I don't know if it was just the batch that I got, but I was not a fan. It just was not balanced and I was disappointed. Sounds like you had too much Kim, not enough Chi. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe oh um so yeah so i had that and i think that was it right i think for can the we food. i was gonna say can we say we had that special oreo magic i mean oreo excuse me magical oatmeal cookie that the kids made oh yeah so the boys <laughs> ended up doing this like junior chef thing with goofy, oh, goofy yeah <gasps> cool. yeah it was really fun to watch they ended up all making cookies on stage. And Are you serious? Honestly, mm-hmm. dude, they gave them that half awesome. a cookie, and that thing was like the size of their head. It was this <laughs> huge chunk of concrete-looking thing, and it was so magically delicious. Not wow. Lucky Charms magically delicious. I mean, like, Disney magically like, actually delicious. Actually magically delicious. Actually. Actually. Like, didn't, they, actually. <laughs> didn't they do that last year, too? Did your kids do that? The boys no, they did something different last year. But it uh, didn't taste good, time. right? You were like, mm, no, pass. last year's yeah, last year's was kind of hokey. Like this was like <laughs> legit cookie status. That's Ooh. so cool. I didn't know they did that. That yeah. is awesome. They did like an oatmeal raisin cookie, but with white raisins instead of the regular raisins, mm. and it was so good. I'm like, wow. I want to be a junior chef too, Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> how much was that? So how? Yeah, and how free. long was it? Uh, oh, free, the whole free cookies. Show? Yeah, it was just free. Yeah, we go borrow. You just kid. stood in the line and you got the cookies for doing the That's thing. <laughs> it was That's pretty so awesome. Because cool when they present it, it's this huge Mickey-shaped cookie that mm-hmm. they break oh, okay. apart and they give it to the kids. Is it as so big these as? These kids are uh... getting like big chunks of. Tell I you, think dude. it was like a cake type of cookie. It was good. Did it was like a boulder. Uh, I know Lynette ended up getting some pictures. Uh, I was talking to Albert because we were trying to eat some of the food that we had. That's when I went to go get the tacos. But I don't know if she has a picture of the full cookie. But if she does, I'll see if I can post it in the Instagram story. Uh, and if Definitely. not, we're going to have to make a point to post it because that thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shocked. I haven't seen anybody posting about this goofy cooking with kids thing. That sounds amazing. It is. It's out in the back, right in front of Monsters Incorporated, where they do a lot of the demonstrations. And Uh it was so weird because remember I said I wanted to go say hi to Jeremy Fulton? Mm -hmm. He was doing his signing and normally they have those signings at off the page. But when we went looking for him, he wasn't there. He was out in the corner in the backstage area next to the food trucks and next to I forgot what it's called, but they have the other... um, like beer stand back there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The you know talking about. Yeah, I saw his post yeah, of where he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, it was kind of odd that he and Dave Avanzino were back there, but it was nice to say hi to them. So shout mm-hmm. out to Jeremy. I got a chance to meet his family who was there supporting him as well. Super cool people. Super sweet. Yeah, his mom is just absolutely the sweetest. Uh, oh, we got a chance to meet up with our friends from the Walt Vault at Disneyland right after that. We rode on Pirates of the Caribbean again, considering that there's, you know, there's going to be a couple of changes happening. Really? I don't know if you guys have heard. I don't know if you guys have heard. As long as they don't change the redhead, I'll be okay. No, you'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what? She's untouchable. Make a petition. <laughs> you know what they did do that I found really odd? They took the lighting off of the painting of Things to Come. What? So it's in the darkness in the background now. So do it's still there. Do you think that might have just been a malfunction, or do you think they intentionally have taken it down I, right now? I don't know, man. It seems like foreshadowing. <laughs> Ooh. It, it almost does. Disney like, because conspiracies. She's so prominent. I don't know. You heard I'm it just here saying. First. Tomorrow will be it, confirmed. I know. Tomorrow confirmed, right? <laughs> oh, it's Disney April Fool's joke. Blog. It is April first. Oh, but it wasn't it was, April. It was Saturday. Oh, it was yesterday. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there goes my. Well, we Disney don't know. Theory. Maybe it is still off. Maybe for the weekend. Well, next weekend when we go again, I'm gonna pay mm-hmm. attention to see if it's still off. And if it is, I think it's foreshadowing for what's coming. Yeah. I mean, you have to welcome the brunette somehow, right? Right. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so we met up with our friends from the Walt Vault. We went over to Disneyland for a while, rode Pirates, uh, rode the cool. mansion. And, man, do I have a story about the mansion. <laughs> uh, my entire life, or at least my tenure going to Disneyland, I've had two goals. One goal started just a couple years ago on Hatbox Ghost Day, and that was to stop in front of the Hatbox Ghost so that I can take a photograph. The other has been to stop in front of the hitchhiking ghost so that I can take a photograph. And for the most part, I think I've taken fairly good photographs of each of them. There is one photograph that I took late last year of the hitchhiking ghost while the dune buggy was moving. And I am generally not happy with the photographs that I take. But this one was like, this is photographer gold. I'm done. Like, I retire. <laughs> this is the pinnacle of my career. Camera I drop? Don't truly, I don't believe that. No, no. Too expensive. Crash. I'll do like churro drop or something. No, uh, not even that. So, yeah. So, we, um, you know, those are two things that I've always wanted to happen. And even you guys have stopped, right? Uh, Disney mm-hmm. for Two has stopped in front of the Hatbox Ghost. Yeah, actually, the first, the first day. T- the first, first time we time ever we did. It, yeah, with Hattie. Wow. <laughs> and I just kept thinking, like, why them and not me? Why? They like Space Mountain. But they like Space Mountain. Okay, have you seen Space Mountain with the lights on? Uh, yes, I have YouTube. On YouTube, See? but not in person. You, you haven't not yet? Huh? I haven't. No, I've seen it on YouTube. I've never seen it, like, in person. That doesn't count. Oh, that that doesn't count. That's like you saying you've been to Epcot, but... Oh, I have. (laughs) Google Street View. Hello. Google took him there. (laughs) And YouTube got me to ride on everything there twice. Uh, As a matter of fact, I've even ridden pirates in Shanghai. (laughs) What's funny is that as soon as we pass Hattie, all of a sudden we're slowing down, we're going backwards, and we stop. Oh, and yeah. And I let out the biggest grunt because I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> In between, I'm trying to, you know, get video yeah. of him. And it's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but it worked I, out. I could imagine that's end. like you, uh, the price is right, and just missed that dollar. Like, Dude. oh, Dude, for real. <laughs> that would be me. For real. Dude. I was Dude. in the Doom buggy right behind right when you start falling backwards and you finally turn and look forward. 
So there was mm-hmm. no way for me to look over to the side to get a picture of the hatbox ghost. Oh. So I was super oh. bummed, right? Oh. We're going super slow. And I'm just thinking, all right, well, I did not have my camera out. And you guys know me. I always have my camera hanging for something like this, mm-hmm. even yep. if I'm quote unquote vlogging. Because, you know, I'm not Disney for two status when it comes to vlogging. <laughs> and all I had... <laughs> All I had was my phone on that little uh, tripod that you got me, VJ. Mm-hmm. And then we're in the graveyard, and for some reason, I get this weird feeling just come over me. And I'm like, oh, I, I, I got to take my camera out. And so I took my camera out. I set all the settings you know, to what I think would be good. And I stopped in front of the hitchhiking ghosts. Nice. And you took 1,000 pictures. <laughs> he just held that shutter button <laughs> no, down. No, he took 999. No, oh, there battery <laughs> dies. <laughs> As they say on YouTube, I mashed that button. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and so I was like, I damn near lost it, right? I'm thinking, like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> and then we got out, and I'm like, guys, you'll never. I was the guy that stopped in front of the hitchhiking ghost. I was so happy. Like, I seriously, I was like a little kid in a candy store. That's awesome. And then I looked at all the photographs, and they were all out of focus. Oh, <laughs> all no. Of them. All of them, because I forgot I thought... that I had turned off the autofocus, and I had it in manual focus. And so I'm trying to, like, hit the focus button oh. while I'm trying to record this. Oh. Sad. And I got no photos to go along with it. Seriously. So you still have to wait to stop in front of them again. Yes, exactly. So I don't know if I want to count this as the time when it officially happened because, I mean. Hey, no pictures didn't happen. happen. (laughs) Right? Right? Yeah, that's my heroic story. Uh, I walked out and I was sad once we started walking away and I realized that those photos were absolute garbage. And so the dream continues, guys. Uh, the dream continues. If it was sports talk, it would be swing and a miss. Oh. <laughs> it's the bottom yeah. of the ninth. Base is loaded. Swing. He misses. Strike three. He's out. He just cost them the World Series. Hey. What? Too soon. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> if you if guys make... didn't know by now, I am a Dodgers fan, so that was a little too soon. Thanks, I'm sorry. Hashtag thanks, Hazen. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, it looks like I, I got to, you know, aim for that again. It's it's a goal on my bucket list again. I thought I had a chance to check that off and nothing doing, not happening. I will tell you one time, one time when I was there, I did stop in front of the hitchhiking ghosts and the I, I took about. 20 pictures because mm-hmm. i thought oh i i gotta get something for hazen and i just had my iphone and total fail absolute fail so i can sort of relate but that's a tough thing to get a photograph of it's hard to focus on it too because there's like a a thing in front of it like a yeah, veil a or something yeah, yeah so the sometimes your camera is intelligent enough to see that and so it wants to focus on that so i that's that's a challenging shot, man. But yeah, I walked out and it was a total Phoebe moment. It's like, oh no, you know, it's like just, <laughs> it just did not happen. So. so you're at the exit. You're looking at your phone. Did everything go slow motion? 
single tear come down? Did you hear Sarah oh, McLaughlin in the background? For real. <laughs> for real. It's like, in the eyes of the Hatbox Ghost. Oh, sorry, buddy. Maybe it's all right, man. Time. Maybe next time. Hopefully, hopefully it'll happen again soon and not for some crazy emergency happening in the mansion. Hopefully it'll just be somebody that needs it to slow down or stop so that they can enter or exit the Doom Buggy again. I mean, if we're sitting in front of you, I could just drop my backpack on the on the floor and it'll stop. <laughs> Would you? Probably not be a good idea. Would you? Yeah. Oops. It's like, oh Hazen, no, you better... I dropped my backpack. <laughs> but your, your autofocus better be on. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going full manual, dude. Yeah, I'm not going to be, be holding the phone. I'm just like, I'm ready. You better have three this cameras. Is... You better have everything. You better yeah. get at least one shot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, Eminem, you got one shot at this, buddy. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm getting taken by Disney police, you better make this happen. I know, seriously. Exactly. <laughs> In other spooky news, I guess, for some people that consider it spooky, I think it's absolutely awesome. I know I've I've been very vocal about how big of a Gravity Falls fan I am. It looks like we are finally, finally, finally getting <laughs> Gravity Falls on Blu-ray. The complete set. I mean, come on, guys. Gravity Falls. Am I the only one it's, excited about this? It's huge. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. I've I'm never excited. seen it. What? For real? For real. She's seen it wow. in the background. I'm, I'm on the same page with AJ. It's on Hulu. We don't have It's Hulu. also on demand. But I want to see it. And it's on <laughs> Disney XD like all the time. Yeah, it's on demand with cable well, providers for Disney you XD. You should definitely take the opportunity to watch it. It is fan freaking tastic. So what mm-hmm. is it? Really good. Like, was it about? Was it based off of? I've I'm heard... so glad you asked. He's in the biggest you smile right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> I am a. I, you, y'all know I am a big lover of all things Disney. I feel though like Disney Channel or Disney XD kind of takes a back burner um, mm-hmm. to all the all of my Disney love. So, yeah, all you right, asking well, him about Gravity Falls is like asking me about pirates. So everybody get comfy <laughs> for a second. Oh no! So <laughs> this is one of those moments part. where I have to get uh, SMRT smart. So I'm gonna put my glasses on. Oh my gosh! Nice. So, <laughs> actually, like Gravity that. Falls. <laughs> it's in Portland. It's an organ. So, Where is it? So Gravity Falls is the story of, of the Pines twins. It's Dipper and Mabel Pines, and they are essentially on summer vacation. They go visit their Uncle Stan, who has a like the, what's called the Mystery Shack. And he has this business where he likes to scam people out of their money with the most obscure and scary things that you can find out in Gravity Falls. However... Uh, there's all these mysteries that surround Gravity Falls, including mythical creatures and portholes that lead to other dimensions and all sorts of other things that as the show progresses, Dipper finds these books and all these clues that lead him on this basically national treasure like hunt <laughs> to see what's actually happening in Gravity Falls. And they are trying to take down the main antagonist of the show uh, who they find out is named Bill Cipher. And it is just the most glorious thing, especially if you're into like mystery stuff. And Mm -hmm. uh, like, if you're fans of things like Stonehenge and like uh, mythical creatures and everything like this is like right up your alley. Plus 
it's adorable. And Mabel is just one of the most adorable things you will ever <laughs> see with that smile. And she has a little mm-hmm. pot belly pig. And ah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, Waddles is great. Yes. It it really is. It's a it's a truly magical show filled with comedy and mystery. It, it's like I had no idea what to expect and it exceeded every expectation I could have possibly come up with. It's it's fantastic. And it's great to finally get a Disney TV show available to own cuz that just it never happens. This is such a rare event. It really is. We're going to have to get it. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I we kind of had like a mini debate about this because when we found out that the cost is $80, mm-hmm. it's seven or eight discs, which gives you the entire series and a few like little featurettes that they had done. That's uh, a crazy amount of discs. They could fit the entire show on one disc now. Nah, I don't think about, I don't think one, they could probably do it on three. And it's probably less discs if it was Blu-ray, but DVD, I do believe that it could be seven or eight discs with sure, all three sure. seasons. And maybe that's what we saw. We saw like the DVD version, and that's why it was so many discs, right? Maybe the Blu-ray right. one has less. But uh, I'm super excited about it because for what's dubbed as a children's TV show, I think it's very intelligently written. And mm-hmm. the I the agree. ciphers and the codes that you have to break – take some massive brain power at times like you have to know a lot about different ways to crack codes in order to just uh, figure out some of the things that they're talking about in the tv show so i'm really into that kind of stuff which is one of the reasons why i just enjoyed it so much but i think it could be enjoyed by anybody even if you're not trying to solve all of those mysteries so that's going to be my pick of the week Gravity Falls on Blu-ray. And if anybody wants to get it for me as a late birthday gift, I'll totally take it. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Gavin was not happy that each disc was averaging out to about $10 per disc. But my response to that was, Gavin, how can you put a price on happiness? That's that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and put a link in the blog post for the episode if you guys are interested. It's ironically not being put out by Disney, and that that was one of the most surprising things when we found out about this. It's being put out by a company named Shout Factory, and mm-hmm. Alex Hirsch has been very vocal about why things did and didn't happen when it came to that. There's tons of interviews. Um, hashtag Hirsch on Podcateers. If you want to come on here and tell your story, Alex, I, I mean, I'm going to keep lobbying for that. So I would totally, you know, just love to sit down with you. I'm sure Gavin would as well. 100%. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was great and surprising that it wasn't through Disney, but I don't care. I'm just happy that we're getting it. You know, yeah. so yeah. yay, Gravity Falls. Do you know what's included with this box set? He already said happiness. <laughs> yeah. Gravity Falls. Were you not listening, BJ? No, but is it going to have like extras, like uh, just, well, ciphers he... and I don't know, pop-up books, something? I mean, because the packaging looked pretty extensive. It didn't look just like a regular box sleeve. Oh, Gavin, it's $50 for the Blu-ray. 50 Yeah. Where, on Amazon? Uh, no, on the Shout Factory website. <laughs> Look at this. Wow. Look at your Check. screen. Well, that, Ooh. that, my friends, is an absolute steal. Yep. Pick me up, you guys, and I'm going to go get that right now. That is 
freaking fantastic. Seven discs, 15 hours of runtime. It is $50. You're getting a bargain, dude. That's less than $10 a disc, man. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> Let's do a 15-hour binge watch. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> so for it. I was just going to say that. 100%. I was just going to say, watch. They'll sit through this for 15 hours. No problem. Oh, you totally oh, yeah. should. Oh, Plus, yes. if you order from shoutfactory.com, it gets shipped two weeks earlier than the regular release. Well, then. Wow. wow. This is a win-win. Talk about wow. bragging rights, yo. Date? That's way better than a lanyard. <laughs> Someone's not salty. No, I'm just look. I'm just saying that Jeez. if you're gonna have a Marvel marathon, do one in LA so that it is accessible to people on the West Coast that happen to like the Marvel films. Just saying, AMC. Orlando is just one flight away. You know what's <laughs> not one flight away? Downtown Disney. <laughs> but Disney Springs is Fair. amazing. Oh, I'm not saying that it's not. I know not. it looks just, incredible. Just saying that's a drive away. You're going to have to link us because I'm finding something else. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's with the lithograph, though. Ooh. Oh, see? What so was if the... you wanted the lithograph, it'd be uh, 79. Oh, oh, oh my uh... God. Yes. Uh... Hey, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I just... Oh, my God. I want this so bad you, now. You shared with us before, though, right? Uh, just the cover? Yeah, that's the box set. It looked like it was different. It looked like the Mystery Shack from the picture I'm remembering. Mm, I think maybe oh, when no. you turn the well, box around, yeah, it might have something different, but mm. oh, I need this. I need this in my life. Oh, that's the collector's edition. That's right. That is the one that's that I saw before. And that's the one we need to so get. So it's cool that they have a non-collector's edition for people who don't want just a bunch of extra stuff. Like me. Uh, <laughs> like me, too. I just want the content. I want the show. Like, that's all I care about. I want about. that lithograph. <laughs> We know. Dude. Yeah, I want that lithograph. <laughs> Look, dude, if this was a collection of Pirates movies and it had a collectible lithograph, you'd be like all over that. Right? I pay it. Ooh, I, would. I would be over that, yeah. It yeah, depends on like what it is. I don't know, dude. I think you're enough of a Pirates fan that you'd be like, take my money. <laughs> Come on. But if, if it was I the would, redhead. You, you would. Seriously. If it was a lithograph, like a high-quality, sweet lithograph of a scene in the attraction – then I think I would. If it's just another shot of Johnny Depp as Captain Jack, I don't know that I'd be that interested in it. What if it were to be like the Black Pearl with the beautiful background? Oh, that would now that would that be would cool. be cool. The Black uh-huh. Pearl That's a mantelpiece right there. Cool. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll put the link if you guys are interested. Uh, this is not a plug. We're not getting any money. Hashtag not sponsored. We're just fans of Gravity Falls. So Shout Factory. If you want to send me a free mm-hmm. copy, I don't know, for review purposes, I'll send you an email and just, you know, I'll give you my address and stuff. So that's something I just put out there. Shout <laughs> Factory. Alex Hirsch. Hashtag Hirsch on Podcasters. So, hey, guys. Have you all seen the trailer for the Incredibles Lego video game? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. I have. How <laughs> incredible is it? No pun it's- intended. Incredible. It's marvelous. <laughs> I there you go. Nice. I think it's fantastic. The ha, has everybody here played the Lego video games? Uh-huh. Like we all kind of have no. some experience with I it. I love them. No, I've only done not. this. I've only done the samples at like Target or at like uh Okay. Okay. Well, they've built a really a solid franchise with their video games. They they've really created uh a very 
kind of specific uh, feel with their games. They all rely on a bit of humor and they're all very kind of adventure driven and also like puzzle driven. Mm -hmm. So they're really fun to play because they give you kind of different sets of challenges when you play them. And then they also kind of give you lots of little fan service things about whatever the genre is. So like if it's Star Wars, it's just filled with all kinds of Star Wars references and Easter eggs and things like that. And they do that with, with all of theirs, you know, they've done Batman and, They've done pirates and they've done Harry Potter and, you know, basically all the big Hey, pewter. Fantastic. I love that movie. <laughs> so it's really cool that they're going to do another Pixar movie and do the Incredibles. And so I'm really excited. I got so amped when I saw Frozone in that little trailer because Frozone is amazing. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm itching to play this game. I think it looks like it's kind of a really good fit for Lego. I do have a little, maybe a couple of aesthetic criticisms of it. I don't always like when they change the form of the minifigure too much. You know, like Mr. Incredible is just like this big, huge, you know, like barrel chested figure that doesn't really look like a Lego figure anymore. So oh, I'm not a huge yeah. fan of that, but that's a small criticism because otherwise I love the general play of the Lego games. And they're just really fun and dynamic. And I think Incredibles has so much energy to it that it's a perfect fit for something like this. I think the release date is genius because mm -hmm. it releases the day that the movie is out. Which So there's not going to be any spoilers, which is cool. Yeah. Well, besides right. that, after you see the movie, you're going to be like, oh, I want to play, I want to play. Or, you know, yeah. sometimes you'll want to get that one thing that you see in the movie or so right pretty good job on that yeah i agree i, I think it looks the awesome. cool thing about the game too is that it's not even about the incredibles 2 and the adventures that you go on have to do with both movies so i thought that was a nice yeah. touch i i don't care too much about the deformation of the character as long as it's one maybe two characters because it helps get a point across mm -hmm. at least to me it does because everyone else is still in the common lego form you know when when they did the avengers lego right. the hulk is no joke the exact same body shape as mr incredible just different paint on top of that mold right <laughs> right so i think that got me used to seeing that alternate body shape but if they did it too much and they tried to contour it to every single character, I think I would have a problem with it as well. Uh, in this case, I think it's just getting the fact across that Mr. Incredible, this is like super strong character in the game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I, I think the one that I do like is the is the way they did Jack Jack, that he's, mm -hmm. you know, super small, baby yeah. shaped. So, cute. so I do like I do like that. Yeah, he was super adorable. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It like I said, it's a minor criticism. So uh, if if I get the game and I play it, I'll be over it in about thirty seconds. You know. So I mean, I'm basically over it now. <laughs> now that I've said it. <laughs> well, then if because if it was the same form, then Mister Incredible and, and Dash would kind of look the same. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. They've never really, at least that I can. Uh, I guess Harry Potter is the only one I can think of where you had kid characters. Because Harry Potter, you know, starts out and they're all 11 or whatever. So they would be smaller, but they didn't actually make them smaller in that game. They just gave them, you know, their character attributes. 
So in this case where you've got like parents and kids all in the same scenes all the time, I guess it makes sense to have those proportional differences. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably just totally wrong about this. <laughs> well, now let me tell you the right answer, I'm Gavin. <laughs> now, I agree well, with you. Actually. I agree with you. I think uh, showing the different proportions just helps get the point across, right? You're used right. to seeing them right. in the mm-hmm. film. You know, they're not all the same size. And that's why I think it worked with the Hulk, because with all the other Lego Avengers, they're all fairly the same size, but the Hulk was always this massive beast, right? So that's why I think it worked, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm okay with it here. Uh, I think that when the game comes out, we're going to have to purchase it and somehow figure out how to Twitch stream it so that we can uh, oh, get our own Twitch cool. channel going <laughs> or something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> have you seen some of the gameplay footage? Like on YouTube or no? I don't think there's much available aside from the trailer. Have you seen anything else, Kevin? Uh, no, but I haven't looked either. I, I haven't had time to to look into it. Um, I mean, it. I don't imagine it's going to be too terribly different than what we have come to know from the Lego video game franchise. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if you know if maybe there's something revolutionary about this game because you know they have added different things along the way but they've done so many games at this point i think we kind of know what to expect as far as the general um specs of the game so i i think it's just cool to have a new uh environment or universe to play in with this one so let me ask you all a question Lego currently has a set franchise for Disney. And, you know, depending on who you ask, if Marvel and Star Wars, all that stuff wasn't Disney yet when it got created, blah, blah, blah. It's Disney. Okay, let's just (laughs) go with that. So they have Lego games for the Avengers. They have Pirates of the Caribbean, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Cars are all Lego games that are currently available. When it comes to the actual films, though, there really aren't any Disney properties. That's been the main difference. Mm -hmm. They came close to creating something with Frozen, but the Frozen Lego looks more like Duplo to me. It doesn't look like straight Lego like these uh, tend to be. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the charm, right? That they have these weirdly articulating bodies that don't move very organically. They're very blocky. And that's part of the charm. So if you guys could take any Disney film and put it in the Lego universe, what would it be? And keep in mind that it would have to kind of fit the persona of these Lego movies, right? Because they're very snarky. They tend to make a lot of fun of themselves. What do you think would fit into that Lego film mold when it comes to a Disney film? Melissa, let's start with you. The Emperor's New Groove. Okay. Oh, that's good. That's that's the first one I could think of because... Yes. Super and how sarcastic. he makes fun of everyone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it, I just would love to see, like, when they're going, uh, when Yzma and Kronk are going into the lair and it looks like a roller coaster. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so good. I love that. Yeah. I think it'd be, I think it'd be fun. I mean, that's the first person I could think of that's so sarcastic so sassy i mean you name it nice do you have any other honorable mentions i did and it was um lion king but it would be one and a half okay because of i like how timon and pumbaa go back you know back to the scenes and whatnot and 
something like that. I mean, just so they can make fun of it or whatnot. Um, that was it. I couldn't really think of anything that would beat my first thought, which was Emperor's New Grove. Right on. Okay. Nice. That's really good. I like good. it. That's awesome. AJ, what about you? Thank you. Dang it. How do I follow up that, <laughs> y'all? <laughs> uh-huh. um, so I, I would love to see like a throwback Lego 90s Disney. So like Hercules. Give me some Hercules and Ooh. Mulan. Um, I don't know if Pocahontas would really fit into that, you know, genre that lego kind of has like you said like they kind of are mischievous and things like that but i would just want to have like a big mash of like 90s tarzan sorry babe (laughs) (laughs) you didn't know vj doesn't really like tarzan but that's another vj it's okay we still like you stop (laughs) your crying and it'll be all right (laughs) that's one of the things he made for us here we go oh man that's the best part about that movie is the soundtrack. I had to bring that. I think you you've hit on a good idea though because they do a lot. You know, like Hazen mentioned the Star Wars franchise that they do. So they put out one game that did include all of the movies. So what if they did like a Disney Renaissance there you Lego? Go. And yes. so it's like the whole run from like I'm digging Little that. Mermaid <laughs> through whatever wherever you cut it off, and that would be insane. That would be That'd so be cool. cool. So you could be like running down the road with with uh, Hercules and Aladdin, like playing together. That'd be amazing. That'd be so cool. Or That'd be awesome. Or not my choice, okay? But you just got me thinking about this. Not movies, <laughs> but what about the Disney Afternoon? <gasps> That's one cool. of my honorable Rescue mentions. Rangers, Gummy Bears, Tailspin, like they're all Ducktales. like yeah, Ducktales. Like, Ducktales would be dope. All those would be great in like oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> Uh, especially rescue rangers <laughs> and ducktales and i feel i feel like all of those like all those re- disney renaissance movies oh, and duck. yes and all of the <laughs> disney afternoon shows they don't get enough love mm-hmm. like, in the theme yeah. parks in merch and everything and we need to show it love More it love. did at one point but it was so short-lived I know, I yeah know. oh that hurt I, I feel like with the resurgence of ducktales it's like I mean, maybe maybe give us a DuckTales attraction. It's It's been popular for 25 years. I know, right? Let's 30. Duck, 30. Yeah, let's, let's get a Who's DuckTales attraction. Who's counting, though? I don't even care if they just bring the money bin from D23 and just let you jump in it at Toontown oh, or something. Yeah. Hunchback. Like, that, yes, that yes. needs something. Yes, oh my please. Little, little Lego gargoyles. <laughs> oh, Lego gargoyles, yes. Do you remember that show? Gargoyles? By the way? Yeah. Uh-huh. The yes. cartoon yeah. show? Yep. Oh, okay. The feels. <laughs> nice. VJ, what about you? I like it. Lego Lego Disney Renaissance. Perfect. <laughs> well, a uh, little side, side note. They did, or they do have a Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers, and DuckTales t-shirt that they're selling in the parks right now but it's only for women yes they do i'm like oh i wanted that that's all one shirt or that's no 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 it's all these different shirts but it's all women i did forget about that so good job good job (laughs) we'll take what we can get (laughs) i was like how how big is this shirt in can can i pull this off (laughs) he'll buy it like a spirit jersey i'll wear it in honor of you hey man if you got it it's just called a fitted shirt at that point 
Yeah. <laughs> you can pull it off, buddy. You right. can do it. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Only at the parks. Um, okay, back to the question. I was – we actually kind of touched on it. I was thinking Aladdin would be a good one, especially with the mm. genie and him having all his um, – like him being real sarcastic and then um, changing. Like if he makes a wish or grants a wish, all the things that they could create with the Legos, um, I think that would be cool. Um, another one I was thinking just more recent Disney would be Big Hero 6. Okay. Since it was kind of like Ooh. thinking with the whole superhero thing and similar to Marvel and now Incredibles. So those would be my two. I was going to say Cars, but I didn't know that. <laughs> Your Can you imagine really inside amazing. the yeah. Cave of Wonders in Lego? Yeah, form? right. And then oh just god. flying on carpet, you know. Lego yeah. carpet. Oh my god! What <laughs> going through the cave? Like, what a cool Podcateers project that would be if we all together formed the Cave of Wonders out of Legos. <laughs> Can we just <laughs> yes, get please. the Cave of Wonders uh, from Olat- Aladdin's Oasis? Yes. Can we just mm-hmm. get that? No, sure. I'm pretty sure John Stamos is going to purchase that. Dang I'm it. sure he probably owns it already. <laughs> there you go. But All I right. would have to say my honorable mention would be Toy Story. Oh, That's yeah. Really cool. yeah. Okay. That'd be a really that good cool. okay. yeah. nice. But if we were thinking movies for an Easter egg, I would throw in like the Toy Story um, Legos would meet the original toys. Like they look at each other, oh. like whoa, 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 you know. Oh, <laughs> that was an Easter egg awesome. at the very end. <laughs> that would be spectacular. What do they call them? The Toy Story short. What do they call? Oh I know what you're the, like about. the Partysaurus Rex and. Um, oh my God. This the Toy Story of Terror. Are they called something? I mean, well, I, I, I just <laughs> consider them Pixar shorts. Yeah, I think they're shorts. just called short. Oh, uh, oh. Toy Story tunes. They're yeah, Toy yeah. Story tunes. Because oh. then. Because they have well, cartoon or something like that. I with, was thinking um, cars. Yeah. I was thinking Small one. Fry, the name of the Uh-oh. short with the yeah. little. That's it. Yeah, Small Fry. Small Fry. Yeah. He's so funny. freaking adorable. <laughs> All right, Gavin, what about you? All right. So I have two ideas that I came up with. My honorable mention was Disney Afternoon. So you nailed that one. That's a good oh, idea. Oh, wow. Um, but for Disney. For a, for a film or like a short film, I kind of I, I started thinking about Disney animation and I didn't really see a lot of Disney animation working for Lego. And I think that's why they've only ever done Pixar movies. They've never done Disney animated feature films as Lego. And it might be because they're 2D and making 2D into 3D doesn't always work, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of started to broaden my scope then. And I thought about live action films and I thought about the parks. And I actually think for a short film, I would love to see some sort of adventure around the Haunted Mansion in Lego form. I think that would be absolutely incredible. Like even if it's just a ride through, you know, or you're you're riding along with a particular guest who's experiencing it for the first time. and And it's like... Maybe like he thinks it's real and, and you're going through and you're just you know, experiencing all of his reactions to everything along the way. Can you just imagine a little Lego hatbox ghost? It's like, hair, oh, hair, my hair. God. Yes. I, mean, I think it'd be incredible. <laughs> it'd be so amazing. I, I like I love this idea. I, I want to like build my own sets of every scene in the Haunted Mansion out of Legos right now. 
and just film it myself. Okay. Definitely. Well, I don't have the resources or time to do that, but I want. All right. To. Well, Gavin wins. We're we're done with this conversation. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm so surprised uh, you didn't choose you pirates. That. I don't think it would work as well. And it's I, already I really been done. Think, That's true. I really think Mansion <laughs> would work better. And yeah, uh, you know, we 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 have kind of a, you know, most people consider a failed film of Haunted Mansion. You know, it, it didn't really work for most people, the movie that they made. So it'd be cool to come back and revisit Haunted Mansion as Legos instead. So that's my first idea. My second idea is for a Lego video game. And I thought about what would be fun to play. And what I'm going with is Tron. And Ooh. I'm going the whole Tron franchise. That's so the two films and the TV show. I want to ride around on Lego light cycles all day, every day. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's my dream. And <laughs> I feel like in the sci-fi genre, you've got a lot of opportunity to kind of make fun of yourself because you do have to kind of go out on, on ledges, you know, and, and, you know, you're kind of presenting this idea of this crazy, you know, world that you've invented and it opens you up for a lot of criticism. And, you know, like any science fiction movie, Tron has its, you know, criticisms. And so I think they can use that and make fun of themselves. And, you know, we created this world inside a video game and it's, you know, we can make fun of it, but also you get a race around a light cycles. So it's also BA. I, that, that's the game I want to play is Lego Tron. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know what? Dang. Can we get a Captain EO one then too? If we're talking about light action, that'd be cool. It's a space adventure. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, we could we could extend this conversation. All Seriously, <laughs> what else could There's be? So many there? honorable mentions. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you mentioned Tron because they were on my short list of what I thought would be a really cool Ooh. franchise to Legofy, if you will. Uh, but <laughs> the the ones that I landed on, I think, don't necessarily offer just the snarkiness, but the oddness. And you made a comment just a moment ago, uh, saying that. 2D doesn't necessarily translate to 3D, and I disagree with that. I think, for instance, when Get a Horse was translated from 2D to 3D, they did a phenomenal job of bringing those characters to life. So I think it can be done. I think it's just a matter of how they get translated. And in this case, I landed on Alice in Wonderland. I think that there are so many nuances to Alice in Wonderland. Just so many amazing characters that I would love to see that in Lego form. Uh, It's just, I think it begs to be translated into that franchise. Uh, The other thing that I landed on was the Muppets. I think that if you put the Muppets in like Manhattan, in space, and all the (gasps) films that they did, kind of like they did with Star Wars, that is an adventure that I want to go on in Lego form. Okay. I want to see Lego animals screaming at women. I know. I'm so for that. (laughs) And so uh, I think film-wise, those were the two that I landed on. But because you guys mentioned Disney Afternoon, I didn't know how to feel about saying this last one. But you guys mentioned like cartoons, so I'm going to do it. Gravity Falls. I think that the adventures for Gravity Falls would translate so good into Lego like mini adventures that Lego Gravity Falls. It's actually perfect. It is. It's freaking perfect. I love that. So those are my three picks. 
Uh, so that's what you call wow. a full circle. Full so circle, wait, would exactly. you have? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a perfect, perfect circle of life. So Hazen, would you have the Muppets as a game or a film? Uh, I think it would work either way because uh, as a game. Like I said, you can combine the different films into different adventures. But even if you yeah. had the film, the Muppets themselves are pretty snarky and they tend to make fun of themselves that it would just fit as a film itself. You know, yeah. so I think that that's what I'm thinking, because I feel like, yeah, I I, I feel like it, it would be awesome to see a film because I, I kind of feel like we're not likely to get a lot more Mm-mm. Muppets films. I just... You know, it's sad to say because, gosh, dang it, the Muppets are amazing. Uh, but, you know, if we could get a Lego one, I'd take it because it's all about those characters and the, the writing and the mm-hmm. jokes and that, that brand of humor that's Muppets, that's Jim Henson, mm-hmm. that we all want more of. And if it's Lego format, I'll yeah. take it. FYI, uh, the new Muppet Babies, my kids have been watching it and I've sat down to watch a few mm-hmm. episodes with them. It's pretty darn good, man. It's already out. <laughs> Yeah, really? I didn't even know it's out yet. I am already. digging it. Were we just talking about? Yeah, this? they've been very watching cool. it. Uh, they've been watching it on demand, and it's very nostalgic to the original one. Obviously, some of the voices are different, but the format in which the show is done, they are three D. But the adventures mm-hmm. that they go on, the way they use their imagination, it just fits, man. It is Muppet Babies all over again in this, you know, modern time. So I'm for it. If you guys haven't checked nice. it out, go to your on-demand service with your cable or satellite provider, hashtag not sponsored, and check it out because it's pretty rad. I like it. <laughs> on, on the show, did um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when I remember watching it as a kid, uh, there was a mom, right? Nanny. That would come in on all... Nanny. Nanny? Okay, nanny. Yeah, she's there, too. And you only saw her socks, right? That's what you see here, is too. Like, is it the same green and white? Is it green and white socks? No. It was, like, striped or something? I thought it was two different shades of green. Like, a light green and a dark green? Well, kind of like a something like, like stripes, there right? There were stripes, yeah. Or, okay. But in this one, is you do same? only see Nanny's feet. So you, they're oh, still so they looking up. That. They're cool. still talking. Oh, they kept that whole thing. Dope. There are a couple of shots where they have extended past like knee level, and they did oh, like one episode. Yeah, <laughs> they did one episode where they were talking about doing something like the Olympics, and they had to show her the gold medal that she won as part of like oh. an event that she had done similar to the Olympics. So that's the only time Ooh. that they've extended past like that shot of the knees. Uh, but I'm digging it, man. Like, I didn't think I was going to like it because I was such a fan of the original Muppet Babies. But, dude, mm-hmm. this is legit. Nice. nice. All right. So as far as the Lego conversation is concerned, I think we all came up with some amazing ideas. Uh, I want to throw this out to all of you listening because, I mean, maybe we missed a couple of films or TV shows that would translate amazingly well into Lego format. But throw them up in the blog post for the episode over at pocketeers.com slash 198 the Instagram or the Facebook post. We'd love to hear your ideas because I'm sure there's plenty of others, but I mean, there's, there's so much you can do, right? So leave mm-hmm. a comment, leave us your ideas and we'll mention them in an upcoming episode. How about a high school musical Lego? <laughs> I'm kidding. And, and that is, and that is the wrong answer. BJ. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin had the right answer going, and then you ruined it. Oh, dang it. Imagination points zero. <laughs> but there's so many good songs. 
<laughs> this is true. Okay, so uh, let's jump into this topic because I've been kind of itching to talk about this with you guys since we talked about it at our production meeting earlier this week. Uh, last week on March 21st, the internet exploded. And basically, everybody was going nuts because a Twitter user by the name of Ye It's Anthony posted this Disney Pixar bracket. He kind of did the same thing that we did with March Mayhem, but all voting happened on Twitter on alternate days. And so you would see all the advancements and everything in the same Twitter stream. Now, some of the matchups, again, I mentioned this when we did March Mayhem. I don't know a lot about how seeding works. I don't know about how people end up in specific locations on a bracket. All I know is that somehow you have to make sure that your top contenders end up on opposite sides so that there is potential for them to face off somehow in the finals and the internet like i said they lost their heads on this because there was some <laughs> matchups that just didn't make sense like you had lion king versus tarzan toy story versus toy story 2 uh, Monsters Inc. versus Cars, Incredibles versus Wally, and it was a mashup of Disney 2D animated features and Pixar animated features. So uh, we decided that first of all, we were going to kind of deconstruct this bracket, and then we were going to play along and we were going to choose our own winner for this bracket as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys all had a chance to do that, correct? That's right. right. Perfect. Yes, so, sir. Gavin, let's start with you. Uh, you were the one that helped with the seeding for March Mayhem. Tell us a little bit about what you thought about the seeding for this particular bracket and what worked and didn't work for you. Well, you kind of hit on it already where there are some Titanic films that are matched up against each other in the very first round. And in any sort of actual scenario where you know, things are coming into a tournament being ranked already, you wouldn't have that happen. Because basically in a tournament, you want your, you give the advantage to the highest seed, seeded teams because they earned it. You know, you, you match them up against the lowest seeded teams and then it kind of meets in the middle eventually on a spectrum. And this bracket has some major problems. Like you said, you know, I think a, a great example is the Incredibles versus Wally right Ugh, out of the that gun. Made me so that's mad. that's yeah. that's tough, man. And Cars versus Monsters Inc. That's another one. I, I feel like I maybe had more problems with the Pixar side than I did with the Disney side. Yeah. Agreed. But you know, I also have a, a couple of fundamental problems with the the matchup in general, because the left side of the bracket is Disney. The right side of the bracket is Pixar. And it's clear that they wanted to choose only Disney films that were generally in the Pixar era. So they only go back to 1989 mm -hmm. with Little Mermaid being the earliest one. And they basically picked their best six, what this guy considered the best 16 Disney films in that period up to now and compared them to the best 16 Pixar films. And I personally have some problems with both of those scenarios because I think there are some major omissions mm -hmm. that I would trade out. Um, you know, for example, uh, I don't think three toy stories should make it onto this. I just mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I think there are some other sequels. I think the fact that cars two made it and cars three didn't is stupid. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm. Yep. I, 
I mean, I, I think the, the Cars franchise in general, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a sidetrack here. The Cars franchise in general was derailed a bit by Cars 2. And I think it, it left a mark on most people's impression of the Cars franchise. If you were to take Cars 2 out of the mix and, and insert Cars 3 as Cars 2, and it only was ever those two films, they would be so much more highly regarded because yep. those two films are amazing. Completely agree. And I think, I think two just kind of wore thin on people. So I think it's weird that they included that and not three. I mean, there, I, I could go on and on. There, there's several examples in here that I, I think yeah. is weird. I think it's crazy to not have Monsters University on here. I agree. I think it's, it's kind of crazy on the Disney side not to have Emperor's New Groove or Hunchback of Notre Dame. Thank you. I, Thank you. I, I think there are a couple things I would trade out for those. Um, but I also have realized as I've, I've talked about, you know, Disney films and animated films in general on my other podcast, Animation Station, where we're ranking things all the time and we're, we're pitting films against each other and we're putting them on a scale. I feel like most people aren't uh, rating them with a, a, a real eye for the art mm -hmm. that is involved in it because I feel that these are forms of art animated movies are true art forms and I and I love them I'm passionate about them I adore them and I feel like so many of them it's just about characters and story and feels and and all that's great but when it comes down to artwork there's some stuff that people love where the art is just not very yep. good Mm -hmm. And for me, that changes the game a lot. So I end up having a very different bracket than most people do in this case. So I've talked for a while. I would love to know what you guys all think about this bracket as well. VJ, let's go to you. I want to actually want to see this Twitter feed. Was it um, people voting to see who advanced? And like, how old like our is bracket? this guy? I don't know about how old the person is, but yes, he was setting up Twitter polls for each matchup as part okay. of the general of the original post so you can go to the original post and see the entire stream of votes and responses to the post i agree 100 percent with uh, gavin uh the pixar side i mean there's not that there's not 16 individual pixar movies that uh included like the sequels and stuff so that's already hard to pick 16 I think he right. should have just done Disney and Pixar combined and just picked all a top 16. So would you have combined the Disney and Pixar catalogs and then picked your top 32 films and then split it into 16 on each side and done it that way? Yeah, I probably would have done that. But not but in a ranking system where yeah, the number 1 versus number 16 you know like a, a real bracket would be um but yeah right. just because for me pixar doesn't have enough to fill up a whole side you know so that's why i would say yeah. okay let's mix up if there's more disney then why not just put them together yeah you know and then just the rank it like incredibles versus wally -E. i was already mad about that right out the gate and then some <laughs> of the ones i think some of the I wouldn't say the lower films, but yeah, the ones that people didn't really love advanced a lot further than they should, you know, if, because some of them, like some of them for me went past the second bracket and I was like, how did this one make it this far? But then Wally -E and Incredibles one, I have to eliminate one of them at the very beginning, Yeah, you know? Right. So yeah, it just, the bracket just, 
it got me all it got me all flustered. I know. <laughs> I yeah. Like, the, the seating is, is whack. Yeah. I was yeah. just like, ah, I didn't, I don't know what the rhyme or reason was that he was thinking, but yeah, just all sorts of best for me. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It was, it was frustrating to go through this and see that you have to choose your favorite over, you know, two of your favorites, you know, it's, it's, it's just tough. really hard. Yeah. How did he choose these? Who chose them? How old is he? And we need who are you, sir? We need answers now. I need the answers because <laughs> that would explain this bracket yeah. a lot better. And then why did this one blow up so much? Because I've been seeing brackets everywhere from D23 to ours. to yep. There's so many brackets out there. But why this one? <laughs> Why did Disney fans I, let this one I get think that big? It was big? the first. It was the first one that kind of went out there that wasn't like from the Disney company. It was the first one I saw. Anyway, I've seen. You're right. I've seen a princess bracket. I've seen mm-hmm. a prince bracket. I've seen a Disney songs bracket that was way bigger than the D23 one, which ended up being a total farce. Anyway, I did not oh, agree really? with any of that. Oh my gosh, I I disagreed with all of it, uh, and and yeah, I've seen a number of different ones, but I I think the original or the core flaw in this one is, I'm sorry, but it, it Disney has just such a a bigger, better catalog than yeah. Pixar just because of the history. Right. right. You know, you can't you can't expect anybody to beat Disney if it's an all out fair fight. Like here, here's our best sixteen films against any other studio. No contest. I mean, Disney's going to yeah. win it. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I think it'd be cool to have a Disney bracket where Disney's on the left side. And then, you know, maybe like all the other animation studios are on the right side. Like everybody <laughs> versus Disney. And then see what comes of that. Maybe, you know, put Ghibli I, over I there. I still think put Shrek Pixar. Was the best. Shrek is the number <laughs> one animated movie ever. <laughs> Shout out to SNL. <laughs> March Mayhem 2019, Ooh. y'all. That, but that's like that's it. stacking Disney though. That's like Disney versus NBA the right world. now. The West versus the East. It's like mm, okay. Look, like, by then if we, we just give Disney win. enough time by March Mayhem of next year, they're gonna own every studio. So it's just gonna be Disney on both sides again. So <laughs> in, in all fairness, you know if that bracket <laughs> would be interesting though, Gavin, if you did all the other animation studios on the right or whichever side, but the worst Disney films on the left or like the mediocre oh. ones that'd be more of a that's more of a challenge then you'd make everybody mad about which ones you chose as the 16 worst or maybe the lowest grossing ones <laughs> oh there you in go theaters. Oh, there, you there can't you go. yeah you yeah. can't argue with there numbers <laughs> melissa mm-hmm. what about you how did you feel about this bracket so i remember talking earlier and my biggest gripe is that a lot of these movies they're really good no doubt about it but Compared to the catalog that I watch, all of these movies are basically the same rank compared to, you know, other ones that aren't mentioned. Um, It does bother me that classics like Sleeping Beauty is Mm -hmm. not on here, which, by the way, that is my only that's that's the one movie I could recite. That's the movie I really love more than Nightmare Before Christmas. That was my Disney pick. So I just that was it. I didn't even bother to rank the rest of them. Um, things like that, I think should have been on it. And Gavin, you hit that, like, while we were talking about that earlier and the fact that there's no hunchback. I mean, I would love to know the thought process behind this. It'd be interesting to know, like, how did it come forward? How did this person 
think, okay, let's do this. You know, I'm just curious about it. You know, it's all good that he did that. That was, that was awesome. Um, for Pixar, it's Coco. That was it. <laughs> that was Spoilers. it. It's like that took just, nope, just give it to Coco. That's my award for them. Yeah. But um, Amazing. if I had to put my Disney and my Pixar together, like pit them together, it would be Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Anthony. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guy on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You. you know, I my thoughts are very similar to what all of you have already said. And to touch on a little bit of what each of you stated, uh, Gavin, you know, uh, in response to the bracket setup, uh, this kind of touches on what VJ and Gavin said. I think that if he had gone with all 3D on one side and all 2D on the other, it would have been a more fair way to do it because Disney Pixar is essentially one. It's Disney animation. It's all one company now. Right. True mm-hmm. that a lot of these films were done prior to Disney acquiring Pixar. Technicality, right? But the fact that you have Big Hero 6 and Zootopia on a bracket full of 2D films. Oh, I'm sorry. And Frozen, Frozen and Moana are all on a bracket full of 2D films, I think they don't belong there. I think they belong on the opposite side of this bracket. True, Disney Animation, Pixar, whatever the case is, right? But they're 3D versus 2D. The fact that, like Melissa said, Sleeping Beauty's not on here. The fact that Hunchback isn't on here. Snow White isn't on here. Like, mm-hmm. how Like, how do you even not go past Little Mermaid? Like, this is essentially a millennial's point of view uh, when it comes this to this kid bracket. is like 16 who I mean, made this bracket possibly he could be very well, young i don't know but uh what i think is uh, as far as i was trying to decipher what he could have been thinking when he put these all together and i came to one of two conclusions he essentially had every name put into some kind of hat and as he was pulling them he was just going down the line and they ended up how they ended up Wh- whatever was pixar whatever was disney that's one possibility right the other one was mm-hmm. i think he stacked it in such a way where he made it so that what he wanted to win would essentially win at the end Coco. i think that's possible i i, I mean like i said i feel like WWE, he dude. he wanted hey, you, you don't he know wanted to compare the eras he, he's really comparing the eras because he's he's choosing films from the disney catalog that existed basically during the pixar era and yeah. so I think that's the 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 original uh, or the core rule that governs what films he chose. But yeah, as far as what he pitted against it, the, each other, I can kind of see a, a logic to his seating, you know, because I, I kind of feel like this person considers Lion King the number one seed on the Disney mm-hmm. side and Tarzan mm-hmm. is the 16 seed. And then on the bottom half of the bracket, I can't tell, but it's either Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast is his second seed on that side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it kind of makes sense to me. Uh, but again, I, man, I 100% agree with what you said because I still feel like 2D hand-drawn animation is the 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 pinnacle yeah. and the, mm-hmm. the most pristine and pure form of animation. The, the, art that i love is 2d animation and i've grown to love cg animation over the years and i and i'm 
incredibly entertained by it. I love it now, but there will never, I don't think there will ever surpass anything for me in the world of animation uh, when it comes to those two formats. I, th I think 2D is what just inspires me and blows me away every time I watch it. It's incredible to see what they do. So I love that idea of having 2D versus 3D on a bracket. And maybe that's what we do for our next March Mayhem. <laughs> so then, okay, um, I think we're getting a little far off, or I might be going a little far off. But with 2D versus 3D, what do you think about like films like Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast that use both? Well, I mean, they do they do computer 3D, animation in that they're CGI. doing cell shading and yeah, yeah, they're using computers to create their cells, but it's still a two D in essence. For the no, most I part, get it. I get 2D it. Yeah. But I'm just saying because it yeah. is using some right. It's right. It's I mean, like a mashup. There was, Honestly, yeah. I think at that point we're nitpicking because if you think about right. the devices that Walt Disney and the animators created in order to get the depth of field they were trying to generate right. in films like Sleeping Beauty and Bambi, you know, that is completely ahead of its time in creating depth, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think right. ultimately you're right, Gavin. I think when it comes to animation it's subjective right you're going to lean towards what you connect with the most and these brackets tend to do that to people i think for the most part people will look at something like this and they're going to go with what their heart says what their gut says what right. they connected with at the time that was special to them and if they grew up in a time where lion king was like the thing that defined their childhood that's what's going to beat everything if you know uh, toy story defined your childhood toy story is going to beat everything for you and so on right so because it's so subjective you have to, I think you have to add uh, some qualifiers to it. Like, are you looking at it artistically? Are you looking at it from the music side? Are you looking at it from how much it grossed? Whatever the case is. But because there's none of that here, I think that's why people are having such a big problem with this. Because the way that it blew up, ABC, Disney affiliate news outlets, were covering this bracket. And I really? just, wow. yes, I just thought what? that was one of the oddest <sighs> things possible wow. because it was not a Disney thing. And I thought, why yeah. are ABC affiliates covering this? Like, it's some legit thing. Like, And why not Podcateers March That's Man? what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> ours was so much more legit. Gavin seated that properly. So uh, I think next year when we do this. Because it didn't cause an uproar like this one did. Well, like, how are you going to put Incredibles with Wally? Well, maybe we need to cause an uproar <laughs> next year. I know. <laughs> maybe we need to cause an uproar. But, yeah. Maybe we need to strategically match up some things that shouldn't be matched up on purpose <laughs> and go viral. Like You know, I was actually wondering, <laughs> with looking at this bracket, I was wondering, I wonder what people thought about our bracket. You know, like, how did you not put Dumbo in here? You know, like, uh, because we don't like it very much. So because we're not yeah. six. Yeah. I mean, look, I totally get that. It so. didn't make the it cut. It didn't make the cut. Yeah. It didn't gross who enough. Who gives you the right to say who and who does not make the cut? Yeah. Maybe next year we got to do something like Mansion versus Pirates in round one. Right. Yeah. I, I am the bracket claw. I choose who stays and who goes. <laughs> You know, it's haunted to me. That's why I mentioned before, I was like, didn't Haunted win last year? Haunted Mansion is like, to me, it's like the New England Patriots. I'm all, they always win. Ew. <laughs> Sports. It won, right? Yeah. Did it not win? 
It won one of the years, yeah. Pirates it was a couple one years one. back. Haunted one. But I think it's because we talk about Haunted so much. Haunted. It's yeah. That's how it translates to me. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. And Hazen's like, oh, Haunted, 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 Haunted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. One Space Mountain, please. <laughs> I like uh, Space Mountain with the extra size of Haunted Mansion. Yeah. You know, that's what that's, I'm saying. <laughs> that's why I was rooting for the underdog. So, I was like, yes, Space look, made it. I mean, in conclusion, it was awesome. Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion. But Haunted Mansion, Haunted of... Mansion. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you know, for fun, HPG. for fun, even though this bracket, let's just say it, it kind of angered us, right? Yeah. We decided that it would be fun to actually fill this thing out and arrive at our own winners, as absurd as it may be to have to go through this exercise. <laughs> and I think we all came up with very, very different winners. So what we're going to do is we're going to have an additional discussion, and we're going to post this for our fairy godparents on Patreon. If you guys are not part of the FGP squad and would like to become a part of the FGP squad, head over to podcuteers.com FGP. You can sign up for as little as $1 a month, but... If you sign up for at least a $5 donation, you do get the exclusive Podcateers Fairy Godparent button, which I designed and I kind of like it. So I'm just going to be a little biased and say, it's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. I totally agree. And so we're going to post this. And thank you, by the way. I, did, I wasn't fishing for a compliment, but thanks, guys. <laughs> so we're going to post this as exclusive content for our Fairy Godparents. Again, little as $1 a month, podcuteers.com slash FGP. You will see the link to sign up there. Before we wrap up, quick reminder that if you shop on Amazon, a great way to support the podcast, aside from being a fairy godparent, is to start your journey at podcuteers.com slash Amazon. There you're going to see an amazingly huge button. It's insanely big for the size of the page, but when you click on it, it'll take you to Amazon using our special link, and any purchase that you make may give us a small commission as a thank you for going through our link, those couple extra clicks, and to everyone that's going through that process, thank you very much for the added support. We appreciate it. If you guys like the podcast, make sure that you guys leave us a review on iTunes, on Google Play Music, on Stitcher, anywhere that you guys listen. Tell your friends, take their phones, subscribe them to the podcast. Go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Make sure to subscribe. Hit the little bell icon for notifications when we post new videos. YouTube.com slash Disney for two. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already subscribed. Hit that little bell icon for notifications. More information on all of us can be found at pocketeers.com slash team. And uh, anything else, guys, before we wrap up this episode? Bracket fever, baby. No. Bracket fever. Right on. All right. So I am excited <laughs> about this bracket talk because I want to know exactly how you guys arrived at each of your answers. Yes. So, FGP Squad, head over to Patreon to listen to the additional content that we recorded for this episode. And to everyone else, until next week, here's to beer, shoes, and make ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Have an incredible week. <laughs> <laughs>